Hello, this is Pastor Doug, and welcome to Pop, a piece of peace, a reduced sample size of our sermons from Sunday. This past Sunday, we concluded a three-week stewardship series called Grow, Serve, Give. And obviously, last week, we focused on the word give. Now, I know, Stewardship Sunday or Commitment Sunday, whatever we want to call it, Nobody raises their hand for that's your favorite day of the year in terms of worship life. And we've all experienced, though, churches that their theology or the way that they handle stewardship doesn't quite sit right. I heard a pastor once say, do you all believe in the hereafter? Congregation, of course, said, yeah, and cheered. And then the pastor said, well, good, because we're here after a good offering. I mean, I've been to churches where they raised, passed out plates and raised money for a pastor's anniversary. And then when the deacons got the baskets back, they thought it didn't look like enough. So they passed it out again. I mean, we all know that feeling when we see a church that just doesn't seem to have the right understanding of what stewardship's about. The Apostle Paul, though, I think he got a grasp of what giving is supposed to look like. In one of his letters that he wrote to congregations that he started, he wrote a letter to a church in Corinth. We call it 2 Corinthians. But he wrote this letter saying to them, and this again was a church that he started in a wealthy area, and he wrote them in this letter these words saying that he'd just been with the Macedonians, and you should see the offering that they've collected for the poor in Jerusalem. He's obviously working to collect this massive offering to go toward the poor in Jerusalem, not not as well to do churches in Jerusalem, and for the spread of the good news of Jesus Christ. And so he's writing to the Corinthians saying, you don't want to be shown up by the Macedonians. They've been super generous. I know that you too can be super generous. And in his writings, he uses words like charis, which means grace. In other places, it means a generous undertaking. And then he uses words like eulogia, which is a bountiful gift, or liturgia, which is translated as ministry. But listen to what these words sound like, like eulogia. It's where we get our word eulogy, liturgia. It's where we get our word liturgy. I mean, Paul is basically, by the way that he's writing this letter, saying that your gifts, they're an act of worship. Your gifts are an act of worship. I mean, on one hand, you could say, okay, it's just mundane fundraising, but Paul doesn't see it that way. Paul sees it as, this is a way that we experience God's love and grace with the world by giving of ourselves. For Paul, giving is all sorts of things. He he says it's our duty and our delight. In other places, he says giving should be regular and systematic according to a plan. In 2 Corinthians also, he talks about how giving is a demonstration of God's grace and how it should be voluntary and proportionate. 
We don't all give the same. We can't, because some of us can't afford to give what others give, but it, but it still, as Paul says, should feel like a little bit of a sacrifice. And it involves, Paul says also, in making a pledge. Now, I know some in our congregation don't like to make pledges, but I guess I would challenge that notion and think about it in terms of your house budget. How hard would it be for you to make a budget if you didn't know what your income you could count on was going to be? That's the reason we pledge, so that Peace and other churches know how generous we can be with our outreach funds. So Paul, as I said earlier, says that gifts, the gifts that he's raising do three things. One, it's for the poor in Jerusalem. Two, it's for congregations that might not be as well off as, say, the Corinthians. And three, to help spread the good news. So let's ask the question, do we follow those same guidelines with your gifts given here at Peace? Well, let me point out a few numbers to you. Last year, we gave to Gehanna residents in need, and we budget this every year, $18,000. We are one of the largest sponsors of Gehanna residents in need, what provides clothing and food items for some of our next door neighbors here in Gehanna that are struggling to make ends meet. We give $15,000 to the Haitian Tamoon Foundation, a foundation that works obviously in Haiti, lifting up some of the ultra poor. We had a representative here just a few weeks ago talking about what a life-changing ministry this is. And we provide them above and beyond our own personal gifts, $15,000 as a congregation every year. We walk beside the Helping Hands Clinic, providing them with $7,200. And that's a ministry we don't talk about as much here at Peace, but it's one that we have supported for several years now, not only with the $7,200, but with some volunteers in the medical uh, professional industries that volunteer their time so that people who wouldn't be able to afford healthcare can receive it. And then the Lutheran Social Services food pantries and all the different ministries that LSS is a part of, we provide them with $10,000 a year. And it's opportunities for us to give and walk beside some of the people in our own neighborhoods and beyond that aren't as well off as we, some of us, might be. So we walk beside those who are less fortunate right now. What about congregations? Well, did you know that we give $23,700 to the Southern Ohio Synod? The Synod helps walk beside congregations who are struggling either with, with how to adapt to the times or declining numbers or financial insecurity, and the Synod is able to provide support. So we give $23,700 to the Southern Ohio Synod. We also walk beside our brothers and sisters over at First English, not only with our time and being able to share in, in ministries together, but we provide them with $22,200 a year. Without that support and support of other partners such as Peace, First English probably wouldn't be here today. So we get the opportunity to walk beside all of these different groups and then 
How do we spread the good news of Jesus Christ? Well, certainly in all these other ways I've just mentioned, but several leaders in our congregation thought it was critically important that we have both a full-time children's ministry director and a full-time student ministry director so that our youngest members from birth on are told about the good news of Jesus Christ and this God that has nothing but love for them. You said this was critically important, and I agree. Whew, there's a lot going on. I, I used to belong to Rotary, and with Rotary, it was expected you'd pay a fee. And this is true with clubs and sports leagues, whatever organizations you might be a part of, but we're not an organization. Peace isn't an organization, and participation here is free. But what we are, we are the church. We are the church. People who are alive in God through Jesus Christ. We are a temple of God. We are the home of the Holy Spirit. We are the bride of Christ, announcing his presence, not only that he was here, but that his spirit is still alive in the presence of the Holy Spirit and the promise that he will come again. Doggone it. I love this place. Thank you.